extra, extra, hear all about it, extra, extra, hear all about it. Yeah, notice this is a very different uh, <laughs> introduction because we have yet another special edition of Purple Mafia a mere 24 hours or so or 25, 26 hours after Purple Mafia episode number 74 was recorded. We are ready to do episode number 75, Monday, November the 1st, two thousand. And 10, special edition, Randy Moss has been waived. Randy Moss has been waived. And yes, this is a bigger story than when we acquired Randy Moss because of the outrage of the fan base, the outrage for all of us, for myself, Purple Mafia host here. And uh, this show is specifically for the listeners out there. This show is specifically for those of you that posted on the Facebook group, posted your opinions. This is about you listeners. It's not about me. And it's also about the frustration of this football team and what happened this uh, this morning, this afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Now, talk is Randy Moss isn't officially waived yet, but um, in that there's a small possibility that it won't happen. But uh, it's done. I got to think it's done already. If it isn't, well, fine. <laughs> At least, whatever. Uh, there's no chance this isn't done. I've never heard of a a waving just disappear like that. So we're just gonna go right now, right into it. There ain't going to be no break. It's going to be all emotion, baby. And it's about you, the listeners. It's about the Tony Coleman's, the Anthony from L.A.'s, the Chris Tucker's, the Brent Jacobson's, the Sebastian Balls, the Paul Caniff's, the Dan Doros, all of you out there who post so frequently on the Facebook group. Facebook.com. Oh, no, it's not Facebook.com. Simply type in Purple Mafia Minnesota Vikings Joe in the uh, the Facebook uh search bar of course purple mafia is available on the sportsstuff.com and on itunes i thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show i mean i gotta mention that purple mafia sportsstuff.com doesn't get get any better than that without the sportsstuff.com and dylan richardson there ain't no purple mafia and uh well there are two call-ins but we're gonna only go with one of them because it is on topic anthony from la we're gonna get to that really shortly here anthony from la Furious, disgusted, like the like like a lot of us on here. The uh, the national media being dorks like they always are going to be. They're just you know I just <laughs> we're you know the national media. All they want to do is rip Randy Moss. All they want to do is say that he got what he deserved. Who who, who expected this to happen? Well, of course this is going to happen. Yeah, of course he's going to get frustrated and pissed off on a team that doesn't throw him the ball. A coach that does not believe in throwing deep ever, despite who's the quarterback, despite how well the quarterback is playing. Yeah, I mean, that's very debatable as well. Um, this has been a hell of a season, folks, in the wrong way. A hell of a season. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the title last time. Not quite the title this time. It's simply Moss is gone. Moss is waved. Moss is gone. Randy Moss, they waved Randy Moss after four games, really. Did they did they really do that? They really traded a third round pick for for Randy Moss and traded him after four games? I just look, this is beyond belief. It's like what were they thinking? I'm just beside myself. They think they, they really did that? That some somebody 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 fill me in here. What what the hell just happened? What happened? And again, folks, now I'm working second shift. So those of you out there that I'm wondering. Maybe that text me during that time, you know, 2 to 10. I'm at work. It's You know, I, I can respond sometimes, sometimes I can't, but you get the idea. Um, 
that's why I'm able to do the show in the evenings now. It's like 11 o'clock as I say, as I'm talking. Hopefully this is up on the internet as soon as possible, up on iTunes and all that stuff. Hopefully you're not hearing it too late, but I'm sure you'll hear it before the game, so <laughs> that's what really matters. Um, but no, we're not going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to talk about this organization and what the flying, you know, you get the fill in the blank there. What the bleep are they doing? You know, I just, I'm just, uh, yeah. Just let, let's get to the call from Anthony from L.A. Hey, Joey, what's up, man? Anthony, L.A. Uh, I just want to tell you, we officially have the dumbest coach in the, in the NFL. You need to remind him that we gave up a third round, a third round draft pick for him. And we used him for what, four games? He was, he's a part of Percy Harvin teaching him ropes. Why do you think Percy Harvin had a, was so open over the middle and having huge games from weekend since Moss pretty much got here? Before Moss was here, what was Percy getting? Not that many looks because they're on him, keen on him. Moss comes in, opens it up for Percy. Moss is gone. We got what? It's, uh, I'm really confused here, man. Let me know what you think. And as always, I thank you for that call, Anthony from L.A. Anthony Batista. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're here today for episode seventy-five. We're gonna we're gonna tell you what what I think. All right, yeah, I'm gonna tell you what I think. All right, and uh, I really appreciate you uh, voicing your opinion. Very strong very strong very opinionated call there and uh hey i I feel i'm feeling you all the way anthony you know percy harvin blew up the minute randy moss set foot on that (laughs) gal dang field yeah fill in the blank there and uh he just you know i i I don't want uh yeah i don't want explicit on my label i'm gonna that's why i didn't say it i almost did okay um Percy Harvin blew up the day Randy Moss stepped out on the field. You are so right, Anthony. And uh, the key on Percy Harvin was never the same with Randy Moss on this team. The uh, the recept the, the receiving the receivers all that I can't talk because I'm as frustrated as as anybody else here. I'm scratching my head. I'm making I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm just you know in a cold sweat. <laughs> yeah, that's what kind of year this has been, by the way. You know, remember when there was no passing game because there was just nobody could get open, nobody could catch the ball? Well, guess what? Greg Camarillo's going to be getting the ball, going to get more looks again. Oh, but they won't be able to throw him the ball because he'll never get open. Oh, yeah, Sidney Rice is coming back. Yeah, when, when when's that going to be, you know? And if he does come back, is he going to be anything close to what he was last year? Who knows? Percy Harvin, by the way, was just absolutely freaking unbelievable this year, the MVP of the offense. I'm even putting him ahead of Adrian Peterson, and that's kind of hard to do. It's, I could really say co-MVP of the offense. Um, Randy Moss frustrated me. He didn't get open as much as I would have liked. He uh, His effort level was frustrating when he didn't, especially when he didn't really go after that touchdown when he was interfered with. That's, I think, part of Brad Childress's excuse to let him go. But yeah, the, the the key on Randy Moss, they 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 cover the defenses cover Randy Moss like they have never covered a wide receiver in the history of the NFL. That's why Percy Harvin blew up. That's why you are correct, Anthony from LA. Percy Harvin is a great player. He's fantastic. 
but he had time. He had trouble getting open at times. Uh, obviously, like anybody who's not really a tall receiver, they have trouble getting open on occasion. Uh, also, they wisely were throwing the ball up the middle deep to Percy Harvin. The strategy was a little better. That helped as well. Uh, man, what a what a warrior Percy Harvin is. But, but Randy Moss, letting go of Randy Moss is just one of the stupidest, stupidest moves I've ever seen in my life. After And after four games, and you trade him for a third-round pick. Yeah, I mean, like, really? It's like, it's like, what were they thinking? Like you heard earlier. Seriously, what were they thinking? No, the best part is, though, and I'm going to get to it very shortly here. I better get to the high Facebook group first, because it's about you listeners first. Like Anthony from L.A. getting the... The nod being the Colin. The Colin is the king. <laughs> and, yeah, like I called him, and did Evermelly is the king of the callers, man. He's awesome. So here we go. And no, absolutely no sarcasm there. That is from the heart, Anthony. And, uh, yeah, let's just keep going, though. <clears throat> let's just keep going on topic here. Sebastian Balls, the first to actually post about it on the Facebook group. Of course, I heard from... Uh, Brent Jacobson and Dylan Richardson via text at work, and I just was just like, really? You know? Sebastian Balls, I heard that we waived Randy Moss after one month. That's all he said, because it was just like, really? Is that real? You know? <laughs> and Paul Caniff, Paul Tuniverse Caniff, with his first post, I believe, on here in a while. I think he posted earlier, maybe it was on the Wolves page. But this is some be- This is beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. And, uh... Here we go. So you're not allowed to make an honest statement or you get fired, apparently. Case in point, Randy Moss. I'm disgusted with Childress and the Vikings management. What a bunch of fascists. Yeah? At least Brad Childress is a fascist, yes. (laughs) The way he runs this organization, you know, it it reeks of fascist. And uh, it's just weird. It's it's so strange. Like the uh, Randy Moss was weird yesterday. He was weird. Like he was so angry and furious. But why do you think Randy Moss was furious yesterday? Why do you think Randy Moss is furious? If you are Randy Moss, you're playing against the team that traded you, a team that you were a part of that won 16 that games and lost zero in the regular season in 07. Barely, barely lost the Super Bowl because your defense let you freaking down. In that game, a la Arizona Cardinals, not quite as bad, but you get the idea. They let him down in that game. The Giants' offense was not that good. It was good enough, though, but whatever. Uh, and you get the you get one catch. You get thrown to, maybe, was it three times? Um, they have not thrown the ball to Moss at all. The coverage has been good on Moss, but the offensive schemes have not exploited Randy Moss's talents. They have not done it. They have not utilized his talents. That's the better word. Just what a... Oh, I wanted to say it. God, I wanted to say it. What a, what a joke. Okay. Dan Doro. WTF is all I can say. This organization is a mess and doesn't know what the hell they're doing. They just threw away a third-round draft pick. Paul Kenneth responds with, If you can't say what's on your mind, then what's the point of a press conference? This is utter Okay, I'll say it. This is utter bullshit. There, I said it, okay? Everybody, (laughs) at least I got to say that. Sebastian Balls, I know, a waste of a draft pick and a star. See, it's not the waste of the third-round pick. That's frustrating. You had Randy freaking Moss on this team. Randy Moss. 
you had Randy Moss back on this team. Do you, do you remember the smile on Randy Moss's face? Just about, was it three and a half weeks ago? This is the biggest smile ear to ear. Did you ever think you'd see Randy Moss at that big of a smile on his face being back in Minnesota after we traded him for one of the cruddiest receivers in history in Troy Williamson and one of the cruddiest linebackers in history, Napoleon Harris. Wow, that was bad. To the cruddiest team in the NFL at the time. It was like, there, go screw yourself, Randy. Go go rot at the bottom of Dracula's castle. That's basically what the Vikings did to Randy Moss, trading him to the Oakland Raiders, who finally, finally, finally looked like a halfway decent team as of a week ago into, into this week. Finally. That's how long that took. Uh-huh. Chris Tucker, here we go. Wow, just when you thought Chili couldn't make himself look any stupider, he goes out and proves us all wrong. All I can hope is that at this moment, Moss has not been released and Chili is meeting with ownership. Please, Ziggy, fire this idiot. Promote Frazier to head coach and go apologize to Randy. Sebastian Balls responds with, I agree, fire Chili and promote Frazier, even though we would lose millions, it would be worth it. Yeah, because that's the best part. Going to get to Childress very soon here. Almost at the top. Tony L. Coleman, twine ball. Unbelievable. I can't, <laughs> excuse me, how can Chili get away with all this poor decision making? At what point does Ziggy tell him to take a hike? Does he literally need to murder somebody? Fire him now before it comes to that. Sebastian responds with, I agree, this is just awful. We might be the laughing stock of the NFL. We're we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. Oakland Raiders are looking a lot better. Detroit Lions are looking a lot better. We're working on it, aren't we? Oh, boy. Shades of 2001 and 1999. Remember those years? This is starting to look like 2001, folks. Not like 99. 99, at least there was kind of a resurgence. We had the gunslinger in Jeff George. We have the, the This guy was from Indiana. Not quite as hick level as uh, Mississippi's Brett Favre. But, um, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Childress gets rid of Darius Raynaud. Now, it's not like Darius Raynaud was Reggie Bush. You know, and I'm not saying Reggie Bush is a superstar, but in terms of special teams, yeah, it's not like he was quite special teams level, you know, Reggie Bush level of special teams, but he was good. He was an above average returner, a well above average returner. You have no backup plan. All you got is Greg Camarillo who can catch. But on occasion, you might want to be able to gain a yard or two when you're doing a kick return, or a punt return in this case. So what the heck was that all about? And of course, uh, you know, you don't want to put Percy Harlan in every single kick return, especially when his role is, like, ridiculously high. You know, you don't necessarily put Jerry Rice and uh, Adrian Peterson and, um, you know, Marshall Falk to be your kick returners. You don't do that. Percy Harlan's role is getting up there, folks. It's getting high. You don't necessarily want to risk them getting pile-drived into the turf and, uh, you know, get a laceration on their chin. Yeah, okay, that was a little goofball uh, pun there, but we'll move on. Great uh, great opinions, guys. Very passionate <laughs> from all of you. I love all of you guys out there, and, again, don't take that too seriously. I mean it like a brother, not like something else. Um <laughs> Wow, it's just, uh, this sucks. I know I use that word way too much. It's probably a little too repetitive for you, but yeah, this sucks. I can say that wholeheartedly right now. The frustration level is 
historic for myself, for Ollie out there. When this team can't complete a pass and occasionally can't even get through the goal line with the best running back in the NFL. In fact, we've done it twice this year now. You talk about killing your momentum. It's ridiculous, but that's off topic. Um, the rationale behind this move is ridiculous. The rationale behind this move is uh, unthinkable. I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I, uh, I miffed. I miffed, folks, if you can tell. So now I'll get to, uh, obviously on topic, but of course the other guy involved in this whole dealy, dealy, dealy. Boy, lots of uh, people liking that link I put up there. <laughs> yeah. Star Tribune, tossing moss puts Childress on hot seat. Do you know why that would be the case, ladies and gentlemen? Because Brad Childress did not inform higher brass of his decision. Folks, he did not inform higher brass. The, like, yeah, Ziggy Wilf. He didn't inform Ziggy Wilf of this decision. So I wonder if he even informed Rick Spielman. And under, uh, quite honestly, Rick Spielman is one of the best, if not the, well, okay, I'll say one of the best. I, you don't want to put anybody number one. They can be in a class of five to ten-ish, maybe, we'll say. But that guy's in there. He's in that top class. That uh, Chris Spielman has really earned his way at or near the top. I just, I can't imagine Chris Spielman being like, okay, we got to get Moss out of here. I can't imagine him doing that. I can't imagine Brad Childress doing it. Yes, I can. He traded Dante Culpepper. Okay, I don't like him anyway, and I know you guys were frustrated with him probably as much as anybody. But at the same time, he tra- he's, he's so knee-jerk with these things. He traded Dante Culpepper because he had a small disagreement with him. The, like the day he met him. He, okay, that's a nice way to judge somebody. Um, Randy Moss gets frustrated because he doesn't get the ball. Well, welcome to, welcome to the National Football League, Brad Childress. You know, I really wanted to avoid coming on here and bashing Brad Childress and just sounding like a rube, as they like to say in KFAN. <laughs> but this is getting ridiculous. It's gotten to that point. And when, you, and when this type of bizarre, as the Star Tribune used that word in there, this type of bizarre uh, thought process, this type of bizarre uh, move, yet another bizarre move, by the way, occurs when... Higher brass in the organization did not even know of the move until it was pretty much, like, wrapped up. Like, you already burnt the bridge, by the way. Regardless if it's official or not, you burnt the bridge. You don't burn bridges like that. You don't freaking burn bridges like that. You just don't do it. Um, unless there's a really good reason, and I'm not gar- I'm not guaranteeing there's any reason there. Um, when this type of thing happens... Brad Childress is done, folks. There, there's no way. There's just no excuse for this. There's no excuse that you can trade a player that not only changes your offense, improves players around him, even though he didn't really produce, produce, as Marcus the Forecaster would say, co-star of Timberwolves Explosion at, <laughs> when he gets the chance to get on there. Um, nice show that I do about the Timberwolves. Check it out sometime, sportsstuff.com, iTunes. Shameless plug there. Uh, but it was short. Um you don't do that. You just don't do that type of stuff, especially when you're already 2-5. and five. You alienate your fan base. You alienate your team. Even though they were ticked off at Randy Moss's attitude, you don't, you don't, you just, you, you know, come on. 
Come on, you can't be that quick. You can't be that quick to make that kind of move. I don't think Randy Moss was screaming at people calling him losers and everything. Yes, he's very frustrated that he was his his suggestions were ignored. Ignored when he tried to make suggestions about how to you know, what you can try to do to approach this team. Tendencies the New England Patriots do. Their offense isn't that exciting over there in New England, ladies and gentlemen. They just win. And you get a guy who's been the biggest part of it outside of Tom Brady on your team making suggestions and you ignore it. It's just, that's kind of weird. Uh, uh, he needs to stay inside the, the uh, uh, confines of the system. Well, yeah, the system worked last year for the most part. But when you're in a position when you need to win and you absolutely positively need to win, you at least got to be open to discussion. You just got to be open to discussion at times, um, especially in that type of situation. What more can I say? Brad Childress's comment was how this move is uh, for the organization short-term and long-term. He believes this is better for the organization short-term and long-term. I just, I don't buy that. I don't buy it. Again, Randy Moss's attitude yesterday was kind of ridiculous. He was kind of just, it was kind of scary almost. The way he was, he almost sounded like he wanted to scream and he's like, I ain't going to do no more interviews, but I'll do the interviews to myself. That's kind of silly and kind of retarded, especially when you're like 33, like you haven't grown up a little bit beyond that. That's where I can get a little frustrated, but I'm not sure you cut one of the best players on your team that quickly. You you don't just cut him, you know, especially when you got him, You've had him for four games. That's just strange. He's not Dennis Rodman, you know. He's not. He's not Dennis Rodman, who's just about as disruptive as you're going to get when he wasn't a member of the Bulls anymore. Uh, <laughs> like how the Lakers kind of let him go fairly quick. Yeah, he's not literally cussing out the coach, telling him he ain't bleep and, uh, you know, all that stuff. I don't think Moss went that far. I just don't think so. I just... I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to leave it to let the facts speak for themselves, I guess. Brent Childress will not return as head coach next season, folks. Guaranteed. Despite the fact that they made one of the most painful, questionable decisions of all time last year during the season by signing him to a long extension. I just... That was too risky. Childress has already signed for, uh, I believe, another two years at the time. Can't you just wait it out a little bit? I mean, my goodness. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think Childress is going to get signed by anybody else. I don't think that's disrespecting Brad Childress. I just don't. Um, and yes, he had his by far his best year as a head coach last year. But uh, when things go right once, you start to get a little... You start to think you can do anything with anybody, and it just doesn't work that way, Brad. And I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry to say. I guess I'm just going to sign out here because I really have nothing more to say on this topic. And uh, I haven't seen any new posts on here. So thanks again, guys, for listening to this special edition of Purple Mafia. We will be back to discuss the Arizona Cardinals game that I hope we win. I I think, yeah, we're going to win that game. I'll leave it there. We're going to win that game. And then I have no idea what's going to happen after that. And that is not being a Fairweather fan, that is being a frustrated fan, and it's being an honest fan because I have no idea where this team is headed.
That's why episode 74 was called The Road to Nowhere. Because I don't know where the road's leading right now, folks. There ain't no yellow brick road. There's no yellow brick road in the NFL. There is none. The New England Patriots proved it when they were 16-0. and They did not win the championship, did they? Anybody can fail in this league. And boy, oh boy, we're doing, we're having, we're, we're doing that a little too much this year. All right, before I extend this too much longer with digressing with flying around all over the place, we're going to call it a night. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. And again, I am truly sorry for, I'm truly sorry for all of you going through this. It, it hurts me just as much as it hurts you. We'll talk to you soon.